When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are live. Welcome to The Process. It is Wednesday, February 14th. I am Josh Engelman here to break down a 12-game NBA slate. This feels incredibly unnecessary, yet here it is, smacking us in the face. Tons and tons and tons of games. Three games at 7, three games at 7.30, two more at 8, another 8.30, three more at 9. We got a lot to talk about. Lucky for us. On days where slates are this big, you don't have to pay attention to as much of the garbage. So we should be able to move through a lot of these teams pretty quickly. Before we do anything, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman. What's up, everybody? Good morning. Hope you had DeMontis Sabonis. Hope you had De'Aaron Fox. Late night hammer. They gave it to you, boys. Oof. Oof, big ones, big ones. Hope you tailed my prize picks. That is now four straight days with a dub. Bam Adebayo was looking like he was going to run it and destroy us. And then all of a sudden, we won it on the number Aiton by a mile, which was great. Uh, so at least on the prize pick side, 
everything went really well. But from the DFS side, hope you, hope you had Sabonis. Hope you had Tatum. Fox had 66, basically. Just, uh, just one of those days. Duncan Robinson, very necessary. Kevin Love went crazy late. Became a nice value piece. Uh, Caleb Martin, on the other hand, didn't. Neither did Jaime Jaquez, who played 28 minutes and scored 20 fantasy points. It's a pretty gross day all around. But we have a ton to talk about. So let's get to it. Coffee's here. 12 games to break down. Hope you have a coffee. It's the type of day where we're going to need it. You got me here. You've got me for prize picks, contenders, strategy show, and deeper dive. We got a lot going on. Let's work our way through it. Cheers, everybody. Rise and grind. It's right there. Bang. Mm. Oh, that's good. That is good. Yeah, Jovic looked fantastic for swaps. Um, didn't get to nearly as much as I wanted to. But I'll take what I can get. Oh, all righty. Here we go. We're diving right in. No choice. Too much going on. Atlanta Hawks. Six-point favorites in Charlotte. 237 total. Next game we talk about, Knicks and Orlando, is a 211 total. But 237 here. Now, for Atlanta. No Clint Capella. No Anyeko Kongu. Uh, this is going to get pretty interesting here for the old Atlanta Hawks. I need to find out if they have other big men on this roster that are available. Because I don't think they do. But I don't know who they have on two ways. So I'm going to try to find that out right now. First. So, Hawks. Salary table. Okongwu out. We have Fernando. They only have guards on their two ways. Muhammad Gai. I don't know if that's how you say that, but he is also already out. So we're going to get Jalen Johnson at the five. They don't have a choice. Jalen Johnson is going to play real minutes at the five today. Huh. Okay. So let's get... Bruno Fernando, I'm going to go 25. I don't have a great feel there. And then I think we're going to get 26 out of Jalen Johnson. I think we're pretty clearly going to have to get, you know, 34 out of Sadiq Bay. I feel pretty good with 37 for Trey. I feel pretty good for 36 on DeJounte. 28 on Bogdan. You know what? I'm going to go 24 to Fernando. How many minutes can DeAndre Hunter play? That's a real question. Played 28 last time out. We're going to need every bit of those 28 again. Let's get him to 27. Now that leaves me 18. Who else has been available? Garrison Matthews played most recently. Is Wes Matthews healthy? No, he's out already. AJ Griffin also already out. So 
I'm guessing we get Garrison Matthews for like a chunk of time, and then I'm just gonna hide a couple extra minutes on I don't know Trent Forrest. Doesn't really matter there. Now, in a weird situation, like there's nothing we could really do for rates, um, because it's not like I mean the sample of playing time on the Hawks with Capella off and Akangu off. I mean, this this is going to be like a staggeringly low amount of garbage time minutes. Yeah, Bruno Fernandez played 136 minutes in that time. Trey's got 100. Jalen Johnson has 100. And then that's it. So I'm not really going to change anything else here. But I'm just going to let it ride for right now. We don't want to go too crazy to start a 12-game slate. On the Charlotte side, no Lamello, no Leaky Black, Cody Martin's probable, Nick Smith is with the G League team again, and then Mark Williams obviously still out. Uh, so far, we got 34 minutes out of Trey Mann last time out. We did get the exact same rotation back-to-back -back games since the deadline. So they have a nine-man rotation that they have run over their last two. I think that stands out. So we get... I'm going to go 28 to Nick Richards. Grant Williams playing the other 20. Getting 30 minutes total. Played 32 and 31. I don't know how you project him for anything other than 30. Uh, I feel like I need to get Trey Mann to 30. That gives me 18 for backup run for Misic. We got 38 out of Bridges again, so not a lot I want to change there. Brandon Miller probably at 32, and that, that can hold. Cody Martin around 28. Seth Curry played 19 and 20, and then Bertans played 12. Take Seth Curry to 19. I'll take Bertans to 13, and then we'll just put four extra minutes on Bryce McGowan's. Again, no changes that I really want to make on this side. So, actually, give me one second. Got to make a couple tweaks here. Uh, almost there. All right, that's one. And... Perfect. All right. First one up, going to be the Hawks. Hawks are, like I said, six-point favorites. Really nice spot here against Charlotte. The guy you're trying to get to, unsurprisingly, assuming he starts, would be Bruno Fernando. 24 minutes, honestly, might be too many. Um, but even if you're going to give him 22 at a fantasy point per minute, he becomes a, a completely viable center option. And then on FanDuel, he's 4K, power forward center. Again, very clearly the best thing you can get to 
I doubt he's any sort of real priority. Actually, yeah, I'd be surprised if he's any sort of real priority. I don't think it's going to matter all that much today. I think we're just going to end up with better value than him because I don't think that we're ever going to project him for enough minutes where we really feel good about it. For the rest of Atlanta, though, nobody that immediately jumps off the page. Jalen Johnson's certainly fine. Trey's fine. Bogdan's fine. DeJounte's fine. But I don't expect Bruno Fernando to be all that crazy because I don't think he's going to project for enough playing time. I think it's going to be relatively tame. I could be wrong. I'm wrong a lot. Like a lot, a lot. Making one little tweak to a value formula quickly. Perfect. Yeah, like I don't. He's fine. He's fine. He's not going to look as good as some other things we see. I think. If we look at the Charlotte end. Like, I think you can make a real case that Trey Mann is just as good of an option today at 5K. As weird as that sounds. This whole Charlotte side, I mean, we got to remember, this is now, you have no Capella, no Okongwu. So, as if Atlanta's defense isn't bad enough, it's got to be worse. And now you've got this Charlotte team. Trey Mann looks amazing. Miles Bridges looks really good nick richards looks good grant williams looks really good cody martin looks good the whole charlotte side looks way better than atlanta i think if you're looking at this game you're probably trying to go to like fernando will be the better point per dollar play we got 11 more games to talk about but the the miles bridges the trey mans grant williams nick richards they those guys look a little bit more interesting to me Really good value on Charlotte. Really good value on Charlotte. Weird one. Very weird one. Let's go to two. Uh, doubt we like much here. Knicks, Orlando. Orlando on a back-to-back. -back. Knicks are three-point dogs. Uh, still no OG Ananobi, still no Randall, still no Mitchell Robinson. Q-tag Dante DiVincenzo. Q-tag Isaiah Hartenstein. Probably don't have a ton of changes that we want to make here other than I got to get Jericho Sims back in the rotation. Um, last time out, Hartenstein hasn't played in the past two. Uh, I'm going to get him in for 28. And then, you know, I think we get Jericho Sims in for like 14. We're going to get like way less Miles McBride. It seems like we are. 37 for Brunson seems fine. 37 for DiVincenzo seems fine. Uh, Boyan minutes? Only 23 last time out? That's not what I was expecting. I'm going to take him to 26. Still need to shave six minutes here. 36 for Josh Hart. I'm going to keep. We're going to go to 19 on Burks. 
It's going to cause me to have to go very low on Miles McBride, but it doesn't matter. We're never playing Miles McBride. Yeah, guys, I don't I don't I don't really agree on the Bruno thing. I don't think he has the capability to play that many minutes right now. We got to remember who they're playing. It, it is not essential to just have Bruno Fernando out there because he gets this label attached to him called center. Uh, if Atlanta doesn't think that they can just go small and be more switchy, there's no point of being in the NBA. I would be very surprised if anyone in the industry projects Bruno Fernando for more than 24 minutes. He's been limited. You know, we've seen him play 12 minutes over the past couple of games. He's just not getting that kind of run. It's just not going to happen like that. Knicks all look fine. We obviously have a lot of news that we need to wait on. On the Orlando end, um, other than taking Fultz out on the back-to-back, -back, who I assume is still not playing back-to-backs, Didn't play their most recent one or the one before that. So let's go ahead and pull Fultz. Here's what we got to remember, guys. This is a 12-game slate. So yes, Bruno Fernando looks like a really good point-per-minute guy. But what you need out of him is so different than what it would have been yesterday. Like... Can Bruno Fernando get 30-plus? Sure, but it's not as easy as it seems. I don't think he's going to look all that great. I think we're going to have plenty of other value in other places. All right. Now, what have they done in these games where Fultz was out? So both of those most recent games had... One of them had no John Isaac. The other had no... Gary Harris. So Anthony Black is certainly just going to step into a decent chunk of this run. We probably bump Cole Anthony up a little bit. He played 27 the second time he was out. Only 15 minutes out of John Isaac last night. Shocked. Not really much else. We'll keep the Wendell Carter Jr. minutes, the Bancaro minutes, the Isaac minutes, the Ingles minutes. I can pull the Goga. So I just I need to redistribute 11 more minutes. We'll give Gary Harris another one for sure. I'm going to keep 28 for Suggs. I've got 10 left. Hide him on Caleb Houston, I guess. At least for right now. Probably doesn't matter. This game is so bad. Just in terms of good defense, slow pace. Yeah, uh, Brunson gets to 5x, but like nothing here is good on the Knicks. I'm not even going to spend any time. Orlando looks a little bit better. 
Um, we've still got Cole Anthony at 3,700. Like, right out of the gate. It doesn't... Like, if you project Cole Anthony for 22 minutes, he looks better than Bruno Fernando. Just a better position. Like, do you want to lock in center when you have... Bam Adebayo playing today. Chris Depps Porzingis playing today. Jared Allen playing today. Vooch, Drummond, Turner, Shingoon. Uh, I'm guessing Bagley. You know, Wemby's going to be out there. Whatever Dallas is doing, if that's Gafford starting. We're running back Sabonis. We've got Jokic, Duran, AD, Kessler now in the starting lineup. Like, there's so much that you could very easily get to. And when two of these centers drop 55, your 30 from Bruno Fernando just looks so much less interesting. Kind of like a little like a little bit of everything from Orlando, but no overwhelming priorities. Like nobody got to a, a, a single digit target value for me. So it's Suggs again, who I had a, a quite a bit of yesterday. I think Cole Anthony would be like the sneak value option. But the real problem here is just a 211 total. Like, even Orlando's implied total is only 107. That's going to be one of the lowest implied totals on the slate. So let's go next to Miami Heat. Uh, Four-point dogs in Philly, 223 total. I guess we're going to get a lot of what we got yesterday for Miami. No, they're on the back-to-back, so there's not much we could do here. There's so many teams that are on the back-to-back that we got to move quickly. So I'm going to keep my BAM minutes. He played 31 yesterday. They did go to an essential eight-man, essentially an eight-man rotation. When did those guys pop up? Because they beat the shit out of Milwaukee. Okay, so it was only eight guys. They were willing to do that, which is very telling for what we want to do here. I'm going to keep 36 for Hero. Probably would have played it if it were close. 31 for Duncan Robinson. You know, 28 for Hawkes. He played 28. 34 for Kayla Martin. He played 25. Obviously, because life is stupid. Haywood Highsmith played the blowout run, was only going to play like 17 minutes. That's because we need to give quite a bit more playing time to the guy that played well yesterday, Nikolajovic. So let's throw some more playing time onto him. We got Kevin Love for 23 minutes. Let's go ahead and throw some more playing time onto him. I'm going to bring Kayla Martin down a minute. We'll bump Haywood Highsmith up to... Now we'll leave 23 there for Haywood Highsmith. Then I can hide some minutes on those other guys from Miami. On the Philly end, let's see. What do we got on the Philly side? No Batum, no Covington, no Embiid, no Harris, no Lowry. And no Melton. Yikes. Nobody on this team right now. This is kind of disgusting. Um, 37 minutes for Maxi. I guess we're going 36 to Buddy Healed. 
campaign is going to play, you know, 24 minutes. What choice do they have? I think I'm going to go to like 28 on Paul Reed. Get to like 18 on Mo Bamba. We're going to get really big minutes out of KJ Martin, it seems. Ubre's playing 36 plus a night. We got all right, Ricky Council, I guess, is gonna be getting, you know, somewhere in that 20 minute range. Who the hell's playing the four for this team today? Azulis Tabulis. Is he going to do it? I don't know who that is. Man. Okay, so Heald's good. Maxi's good. Ubre good. Payne, Reed, Martin, Bomba, Council. So those eight guys basically split all of the minutes last time out. So I got to get Council his 22. I mean, I'm still 13 minutes short, and I'm out of bodies. I'm going up. I'm going to 37 on Ubre, and I'm going to 38 on Maxi. Guess I'll go to 19 on Mo Bamba, 27 on KJ Martin. And then these final nine, I'm just going to hide on Turkavion Smith. I mean, this is bonkers. The Sixers team's in a rough spot, so I got to turn my fan off. The Sixers team is in a real rough spot. Let's take a look at this game. We might have some value here. Uh, Jamal wants... But first, congratulations for taking down the, the and one. That's awesome. What, go If you want to, if you want it to be easy, all the instructions are going to be at stochastic.com slash avatar. You can get that from the top banner on the screen. All those instructions will be there. But you got you just have to tweet the result at stochastic HOF on Twitter. We, we just want to see the lineup, see the contest so that we can promote it. But all the instructions are at are, are on the website, stochastic.com slash avatar. It's in one of the drop down menus for social too. It says like rock the avatar, I think, or at least it used to. All right. For Miami, uh, we're, we, we're doing the Jovich thing again. So, Here's why Bruno Fernando is not going to be that popular. Nikola Jovic is 3,100. You expect him to play more minutes. He's a slightly worse fantasy point per minute guy, but he's power forward on DraftKings. He's a he's just an unequivocal better play than Bruno Fernando right now. Because there's just more flexibility. Tyler Hero looks good. He'll be certainly somebody that I'm trying to get to at least a little bit. Let's see. Can I? 
no, that's annoying. Yeah, Jovic looking really, really good. I, I can't imagine he doesn't start. Especially after yesterday. But you can get to multiple pieces here from Miami. We do need more info, though. On the Philly side, again, like a lot of really quality plays, but no standout plays. Healed looks you like you want to get to Healed. You want to get to Ubre. You're happy to get to Maxi or Council or Reed. But again, there's 12 games. Lots of dudes are going to pull away from the pack. I'm going to have to copy this and, and we can start looking at it. Uh, where can I drop that? I guess I could just swing it out here. I know you guys can't see that. Give me a second. I want to try and get like a nice running list of the things that we're looking at. Oh, God, even that's small. Okay, perfect. So let me see. Do I have the game tracker? I have to have the game number in there somewhere. Oh, well, I guess I don't. How do I not have the game number in my depth chart? God, that's annoying. All right, we're going to add that quickly. Adding some stuff to the sheet so we can better track today's game. All right, schedule called rank. Perfect. All right, so we've looked at three games so far. You have Jovic and you have Fernando at the top of the list. They are a little bit ahead of everything uh, that we've looked at so far. Trey Mann, the only other guy that I would like try to prioritize. But Jovic's positionality is just so much more important. Actually, speaking of, I'm going to ruin this. I know that I am. If I drop that there and take team out, there we go. That works. Save this file so I don't ruin it but this will let us keep track of the running list of really top plays because it's going to get blurry as we're doing this but as i see it right now on the screen jovic and bruno fernando are the top two options but i give the the nod 
to Fernando, or I give the nod to Jovic because of that power forward eligibility. They grade out equally on paper. However, just statistically, having power forward is night and day difference. All right, let's keep it moving. Game four, Brooklyn Nets, 13-point dogs in Boston, 226 total. So the problem for this one, we don't have the Nets and we don't have the Celtics. They both played yesterday. I'm going to assume that we don't get Ben Simmons and we we are getting Cam Johnson back. Ben Simmons sat the front end of their last back-to-back. Let's assume he's sitting the back end here and not playing Boston. And then we're going to go right back to 28 minutes of Cam Johnson. We obviously got that boost of Lonnie Walker yesterday, which was out of nowhere in 17 minutes. So stupid. You did get 30 minutes out of Schroeder. So a lot of this is starting to get weird for Brooklyn. We got relatively limited DSJ minutes as well. Jalen Wilson played 22. Dorian Finney-Smith played very minimal again. So we'll bring him down. Gets me to 13 on Walker. The guys that matter have the right minutes right now. So not too much to stress about there. I am a little nervous about Schroeder. He should probably be at like 28. It's because he played 27 in the first one, 32 yesterday. Seems like they're going to go to him a little bit more. And I'll uh, reduce Dayron Sharp a hair. But can't imagine we're all that interested in the Brooklyn Nets. Now, we're going to 86 Al Horford. We're going to bring Kristaps Porzingis right back in with the exact same minutes and then make no other changes to this Boston team. Jamal, congratulations, man. For real. You don't owe me anything, man. It was all you. Game four. Brooklyn Nets, we got nothing. As far as I'm concerned, Brooklyn will be essentially unplayable. They will have no more than 5% ownership going to any individual. For Boston, uh... Probably need to bring down these rates. I forgot I have the KP rates in. Well, it, KP out rates in. So let's walk back some of the Boston starters quickly. We got to get Tatum down to... Maybe we don't. Jalen Brown's at 22. Derek White. We got Porzingis needs to be at like 20 and a half real points. Yeah, that's way low. All right, that's a lot better. 
that's a lot better. Perfect. All right, now what does Boston look like? I mean, it is Tatum for sure as the standout option from Boston. 9,600, small forward, power forward. Can you get to White and Brown and Holiday and Porzingis? Sure. But really, what's the point? Now, as I add the next game in, we see Tatum come into that number four spot. I guess I can, I could probably add team in there. It'll look a little bit better. do that and don't subtotal why would it highlight the team column that makes no sense perfect How did I ruin the sort? There, good. I keep screwing this up, guys. It's going to be one of those mornings. It really feels like it's going to be one of those mornings. Okay, now we finally got back what we need. Yeah, like Tatum gets here to fourth. Oh, I could actually throw a ranking on there too. That'll help a little bit right now. Always trying to find more things to look at. Nope, that ain't right. Should be right, though. Why isn't it? That should have Nikola Jovic first. It's doing it by team, too, and I don't know why. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm not putting a rank on there. All right, never mind. Good try, Josh. Anyway, that is the live up-to-date list through four games, folks. And that will be an order that's going to look a lot better than any of the crunches we do, too. Now, uh, hit that like button. 128 people in the door. We're on to game number five. Chicago Bulls, nine-point dogs in Cleveland, 223 total. We're going to get Andre Drummond starting today, aren't we? 
This strikes me as the type of game they're going to do that. Now, for Chicago, Caruso questionable, Torrey Craig probable, Dale and Terry probable, still no Patrick Williams. So last time out, Drummond played 16 minutes, Vooch played 34. So they played two minutes alongside of each other. If they're ever going to play alongside of each other, a matchup against Chicago makes me think that it'll be this one, especially if we like lose Caruso today or something. So I'm actually going to keep... I'm going to go 22 minutes to Drummond. We probably won't end up actually caring. I'll bump up Tory Craig as well. We got 39 for DeRozan, 39 for Kobe White, 34 for Dasunmu, 32 for Caruso, 30 I've got 37 for Vooch. It's what he's basically been playing recently. Especially in this kind of matchup. This could be kind of weird. Now the Cleveland side uh only Dean Wade is questionable. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I don't think I have any major changes to make here. I guess we can bump Darius Garland's minutes up another notch. But I feel all right with everything else here. Like I said, we're not going to make wholesale changes on a day like today. Because if you're not some sort of high-end value option, the only thing that matters are starters. There's... You're going to have a hard time winning today with, unless you have a lot like this new Bruno Fernando situation or Jovic situation. You're going to have a hard time winning if a guy plays like 22 minutes. There's just going to be too many raw points out there. So as we look at this next game, Chicago and Cleveland, there's not a single priority on the Chicago Bulls. Feel free to play Caruso, White, DeRozan, Vooch. Uh, I think if Caruso gets ruled out, we start having a real conversation about Andre Drummond. And then on the Cleveland end, again, no priorities. Garland, Mitchell, Okoro, I guess, Allen. Reasonable options, not a single priority. And if I come over here and add game five in, where's the first bull or cav? There you go. Darius Garland is 21st out of five team or out of five games. It's just like it couldn't be less of a priority. Right now, the Hornets are the most interesting thing that exists. By far. But we didn't get anything out of that last game. Let's do Indy 
Three and a half point favorites in Toronto. 244 total. This is actually the highest total on today's slate. Now for the Pacers, Halliburton questionable. Matherin questionable. Jalen Smith still out. So we're going to get basically what we got last time. We ended up getting 31 minutes out of Turner. We got Isaiah Jackson playing the direct backup. They split the 48 once again. So I'm going to go to 29 on Turner. I'm going to keep 17 on Isaiah Jackson. 18 for McConnell. So I guess I'm going to give a bump to Halliburton. We're going to take him up to 32. I've got 32 for Neesmith. I've got 28 for Nemhard. Is he playing a little bit more? Ah, kind of is. Take him up to 29. Got 26 for Matherin with these Q tags. Doesn't appear to be doing that. Don't really have a natural place to give those minutes to, though. So uh, McBuckets can probably grab one. Not a lot of changes to make here for Indy. On the Toronto side, Barrett questionable. Still means this is basically the same rotation we've been getting out of Toronto. And they have sort of locked into a nine-man rotation. With Olinick now, Grady Dick, and Akbaji. Don't really see any places where I want to move around minutes. Bruce Brown can probably afford to grab a couple extra. Let's grab him. Let's take him up to 23. And let's see what we've got for this game. Like I said, we're moving quick, folks. We're moving quick. This is going to be, we're going to be halfway done. Now it's already 7.15. It takes a lot, but we're moving as fast as we can. Indy, like I said, three and a half point favorites. I think Andrew Nemhard is the first guy that you get to. And I don't really think you're getting to a lot else from Indy. But Jackson, Turner, Siakam, Halliburton, all in play. Trent and quickly and Barnes. I think quickly stands out the most. This continues to be a guy that I'm going to be way over on. Uh, just out of curiosity, what's his points prop? Eighteen and a half. I've got twenty. Okay, I don't hate that so much. His assist prop is five and a half, juice to the over. I have five point eight. I, I don't hate my quickly projection, but again, is he going to rank all that highly? No. Will he be in like the top 15 or so? Yeah. Here it is. This is what happens when you add in this most recent game. Quickly comes in 11th. What you're really shooting for, like, if we're talking about guys that we really want to get to, I want to be in my top 16. But even, even then, it gets blurry. Like, the top 16 guys right now, it ends at Cody Martin. But Cody Martin... Is a negative 12 for me. We've got, you know, a giant chunk of guys that are all projected the same relative to salary. You get to the 13s. Just within one point of Cody Martin, there's 20 more dudes. So our real focus so far, Jovic, Fernando, Trey Mann, Tatum as a payup, Miles Bridges as a payup, and Tyler Hero. That's sort of where I'm drawing the line right now. Houston and Memphis. 
Rockets. Q tag on Reggie Bullock. No Fred Van Vliet, no Tarese, and no Steven Adams, no Cam Whitmore. For Memphis, no Bain, Clark, Laravia, Morant, no Scotty Pippen. Rose questionable, smart out. Zaire Williams questionable. So for Houston, not a lot here. Uh, I assume this is just going to be what we've been seeing out of Houston recently. We did get Shangoon back playing real minutes last time out, so you don't have to get that Jeff Green experience. Uh, so I've got 33. Did they Do they split? Split? No. Okay, perfect. 33 for Shangoon. I got 32 for Amon Thompson. 23 for Aaron Holiday. 31 for Dylan Brooks. Is that low? It is low. 32 for Dylan Brooks. 18 for Jeff Green. 15 for Tate. 33 for Jabari Smith. He has played way more than that lately. So 34 for Jabari Smith. Who the hell is Nate Williams? I don't have that dude in my model. <laughs> Can I add him? Is he a real thing? Is he already in my model? He is already in my model. That's exciting. That's good. That helps. Uh, actually, he's going to need that not much to talk about here on the houston side they could look good memphis is dreadful now memphis this will be a different team i'm just gonna cut their rotation and and rebuild from scratch so we're gonna get triple j for 34 minutes like we normally do and i think we're gonna get jameson at the very least backing that up i'm gonna drop 35 minutes into vince williams and then we're gonna do we're gonna get 29 in for Santi Aldama. We're gonna get 27 out of Luke Kennard. I think we're gonna get like 15 out of Derek Rose. We ended up getting like 24 out of Lamar Stevens. Lamar Stevens just coming in and playing the role of big body David Rowdy, which I think is hilarious. Uh, we also got 24 minutes out of Yuta Watanabe. We're not going to go that crazy. John Conchar only played 15 minutes. We're going to have to take Pippen out and replace him with somebody, which I assume is Gigi Jackson? Pippen out Jackson in or Pippen out Gilliard in? Because if we get Conchar in for 26, leaves me 14. Maybe it doesn't really matter. I'm just going to throw them on GG Jackson, I guess, for right now. I'm guessing the only person that I like here is going to be Jaron Jackson and or Santi Aldama. But let us see. Houston. Uh, Shingun, Jabari Smith, Dylan Brooks. Certainly guys we have our eye on, but look. Negative 12 on Shangun, negative 13 on Brooks, negative 13 on Jabari Smith. I guess I haven't talked about this yet. So just what we're looking at here, I've got a target score set for the slate. And all we're talking about here is projection minus target score. So 18, 
you know, 17.7 minus 31, negative 14. Or just simply add 12 to 46 to get to the target score. So really, you just want to know who is projected to be closest to their target score. But none of these guys are going to be ultra high ranking options for today. Uh, Lamar Stevens is, though. So we now need to have a very, very real conversation about Lamar Stevens playing 24 minutes. If Lamar Stevens plays 24 minutes today, here's another guy. Power forward center, 3,300. That's a better option than Bruno Fernando. And right now, it's the best option we've seen. So everybody was really quick to want to get to Bruno Fernando in the first game. He is now the third best option you can get to of those kind of plays. Lamar Stevens is the best of the bunch. We're talking about a guy that's always been a fantasy point per minute dude. Projects as a fantasy point per minute guy. No reason to suspect he can't be that against, you know, Houston here for Memphis. Other guy that I would be willing to get to is Jaron Jackson. He's at he's at a negative eight. He's going to rank quite highly as well. Do we have a points prop on Lamar Stevens? I can't imagine we do. No, we don't. Triple J is at 25 and a half. A little heavy on that bring him down now that they're getting real bodies back i think we could probably start pumping the brakes on him but the best play that we have so far is absolutely lamar stevens and here's how i'll show you that bang top he's i got him three points better right now than jovic and fernando and he has the power forward eligibility where fernando doesn't again we're blocking out bruno fernando so easily jaron jackson though Right there with Jason Tatum and Miles Bridges at negative tens. But I don't know how you get away from Lamar Stevens today. Looking awesome. Looking awesome. We go to Washington. 12 and a half point underdogs in New Orleans. 234 total. For the Wizards, same guys that are normally in. For the Pelicans, uh, Q-Tag on Zion. So, you know, we're getting used to that as well. We did get Rashawn Holmes for 13 minutes last time out. Bagley played the 28 that we were curious about. Eugene Omer-Yuri did not play. So we could take Omer-Yuri's minutes and those two Rashawn Holmes make things look a little bit better. They really do appear to be cutting down DeLon Wright's ability to play. I have no idea why they didn't trade him at the deadline. He would look so good on a contender. I would like DeLon Wright a lot more on the Lakers than I will like Spencer Dinwiddie. Although I'm oddly optimistic on Dinwiddie. And I know that sounds ridiculous because I'm not a big Dinwiddie guy, but I, I, I think he might look okay there for the Lakers. Uh, give him another minute to Kulabali. Where can I hide the rest of this? Johnny Davis gets four. No real changes for Washington, and I would imagine no real changes on this Pelican side. Um, did we get a giant Herb Jones minutes bump? Oh, yeah. 
30, 29, 37, 35. So let's get him up to 30 right away. We've got 24 for Joval. Close enough. 20 for Nance. Go 21. 32 Zion. 24 Trey Murphy. 16 Najee. 17 to Alvarado. Hawkins is going to get a, a, a big time cut here. I got 34 for B.I. That'll be 35. 33 for C.J. We're good on the Pels. Pelicans have a chance to look really, really good. Really good. So let's see what we end up getting here for Washington and New Orleans. Because this is a great spot for the Pels. For the Wizards, if you're getting anything, it's probably Kuzma or Bagley. Neither one of them are all that big of priorities. Negative 13 on Kuzma, negative 13 on Bagley. We're talking about like the 30th, the 40th best dudes. And then on the New Orleans side... So nothing stand out, but like they're teetering on the brink. Cup three, uh, Ingram, McCollum, and Zion all sitting at that negative eleven mark. Herb Jones at negative twelve. They're the only options from New Orleans, but they are like a solid bunch. You get Zion here in the coming in at number ten right now. And then you also have Ingram there and CJ there. Kind of a lot like Charlotte. Almost made. Uh, usually between like 9.30 and 10 o'clock, right before the strategy show starts. San Antonio Spurs. 11-point dogs in Dallas. 240 total. Uh, Spurs has, have everybody that's normally available available. And then for the Mavs, Lucas probable, Kyrie's probable, Maxi and Lively are both questionable. That's actually a little interesting. Now, in terms of rotation for San Antonio, not a lot to write home about here. Um, take a minute off of Champagne, get another one back to Zach Collins. Take one off of Jones, get another one to Zach Collins. Get two to Zach Collins. Same rotation as normal for San Antonio. Now, Dallas, I'm going to redo because of Lively being questionable. So, I'll start with 38 to Luka, 37 to Kyrie. We're going to get, I don't know, 26 to Tim Hardaway. We're going to get Derek Lively. I'm going to say 22 to Lively. We'll see if that is a real thing or not. I'll do the same amount of minutes to Gafford. We'll get Maxi in for 22. We can get PJ Washington. Did P.J. Washington start on my birthday? God, they lost to Washington. I totally forgot. He did. Okay. Played 30-whatever minutes. I'm going to go to 30 on P.J. Washington. We're going to get Josh Green in for 28. 
Derek Jones Jr. for the final chunk of playing time, I guess. Fifteen minutes to Derek Jones Jr. That's gonna have to work, I guess. This one could just look insane. I do want to look at props for Dallas quickly because I don't think giving Luca that amount of minutes is gonna make his points prop look correct, but we're about to find out. Luca's points prop for today is 32 and a half. I have him at 36 right now, which is just it doesn't make any sense. Uh, Kyrie is at 25 and a half. I can't cut this dude's rates like that. I just can't. I can't. Doesn't make any sense. But at the same time, he's playing those minutes. It just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Assists for Luca. Nine and a half, juice to the over. I'm good. Kyrie should be at about six. Close enough. And then rebounding-wise, around nine for Luka. Perfect. Kyrie for around five. Perfect. I just can't get these guys' points right. Let's see what this ends up looking like. San Antonio. Still liking Devin Vassell at 6,600. But again, just slot him into that list around negative 11. I mean, that's a, a very loaded bunch. Some guys in that range are going to end up having very little ownership. That's the way I like to get to them. And then for Dallas. I mean, clearly Luka... And Kyrie both look great. I got Luka at 1.8 fantasy points per minute. I got Kyrie at 1.33. They don't immediately like jump to the top, but like Luka becomes the best payup option. And we certainly have the salary to get to him. I think that's the bigger takeaway. If I add these guys in, we see Luka in now at number four ahead of everybody else as a payup. But if you could roster Lamar Stevens and Jovic at power forward and forward for 6,400. Getting to a 12-1 Luka Doncic is very, very, very easy. Um, You know, we got Kyrie sneaking into the number 10 spot. He's looking very similar to Tyler Hero today. After that, though, there's, there's not a lot. Like, San Antonio, like, Vassell was the best San Antonio dude. He's 20th on the entire slate so far. Obviously, I have no issue getting to Victor Wembanyama, but he's 9,200. There's only so much you could do there. Sacramento Kings, three point, sorry, six and a half point dogs in Denver, 229 total. Kings are on a back-to-back. We had no Trey Lyles yesterday. We're certainly projecting Trey Lyles to be back in for today. Um, Not much in that. Just slowly cutting everybody's minutes down a peg. And getting back to the rotation from yesterday. No rate changes or anything for Sacramento um, based on Lyles. I assume I have 
Sabonis over projected and still won't get to him. All right, we don't have any props here because of the back-to-back for Sacramento. Denver, Q-Tag, Pope, Q-Tag, Murray. So standard issue Denver rotation. Not a team we're going to be making a lot of changes for. Um, I'm going to leave... Wait, did we get news that these guys are already out? Because they're questionable on the injury report. But I feel like I saw... Are, are Murray and KCP out and the injury report's just not updated? I don't think that's right. They're Q tags, right? I know I saw it yesterday. Unlikely to play Wednesday. Unlikely to play Wednesday. So they're both listed as questionable. Why wouldn't they just list them as doubtful then? What's the point? Like, if you're going to come out and say that they're unlikely to play, why list them at questionable? God, it's so annoying. Like, Q-tag on Pope. Q-tag on Murray. And I doubt that they uh, updated it during the turnover from the 6.30 injury report to the 7.30 injury report. Uh, no. Oh, God, that's so stupid. That's so, 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 so stupid. I hate the way that you guys describe this in chat. Nothing's more infuriating. They should be doubtful. They're not doubtful. They aren't out. Malone didn't say they're out. He said they're unlikely to play. You guys got to get your verbiage better. We have terms. Doesn't help me when you guys use all the wrong ones. (laughs) I don't know what to do here. I guess I got to take them out. I don't like taking people out that don't have doubtful tags, though. I guess we're going to take these guys out. Which means we're going to get 32 minutes out of Reggie Jackson. Christian Brown's going to have to play like 22 minutes. These guys don't ever miss time. I mean, KCP has been missing a chunk of time. I mean, we're going to get 26 minutes out of Justin Holiday. He probably won't even look that great. Do we have rates for Denver? Because this is actually going to dramatically... Denver against Sacramento with those two guys out. Like, this is a big Jokic day now. We don't have any props on this game. Malone didn't say it, Chris. He said, unlikely to play. And then they listed these guys as questionable on their injury report. I don't give a shit what the coach says. (laughs) You shouldn't either. They lie all the time, over and over and over again. Oh, this guy's on a minute limit. He's going to play 39 minutes. Nobody's just like, well, the coach said it. Now I just want to find the quote just to be uh, an even bigger dickhead. He expects Jamal Murray and KCP to be to be doubtful. Well, he should tell the rest of the team that because that's not how they listed these guys. 
But the quote is, expect them to be doubtful. Well, they didn't expect them to be doubtful. They went ahead and just went, you know what? We're going to go with questionable today. I'm going to take him out because I think it's going to be the consensus for the injury, but, like, I hate doing it. I'm going to have to grab rates for these guys, too. All right, who else do we need to get in here? I think we bump MPJ to 33. I'm going to keep the 32 there. I'm going to go 35 to Jokic. We've got the 26 to Justin Holiday. I got 21 to Peyton Watson. Has anybody else been playing lately? I guess Gillespie is going to get like 14 minutes. Is Strother back? Yeah, he probably plays like 15 minutes then. Now... We got to remember, there's a difference between, like, what I think will happen and what information we have right now. And it doesn't get me anywhere to just guess. Do I expect Jamal Murray and KCP to sit here as they work their way into the All-Star break? Yeah, they have no incentive whatsoever to give a shit. However, they didn't list them as doubtful. So right out of the gate, Mike Malone made a quote, said doubtful, and then they didn't do that. And you can change injury designations throughout the day. So there's also that. All right, let's see. When Jamal Murray is off, I'm actually I'm gonna say KCP too, but I think that's gonna limit this sample too much. Okay, we get that. No one has played more minutes this season with Jamal Murray off the floor than Christian Brown. I'm gonna give that dude a couple extra minutes. I don't know if it's gonna matter. But he has played the most with those two guys off the floor. Reggie Jackson is second. Strother is third. Now, this is just a full bench mob. We're not surprised by that. However, if we go ahead and say Reggie Jackson, Aaron Gordon, Jokic, Porter... and I put at least three of those dudes on the floor, then we get that really limited sample. Now, I'm going to stop caring about KCP because he doesn't affect rates. We want Murray off with at least a couple of those guys. Now we get a better idea of rates. Jokic gets the big old bump. Big time usage rate bump for sure. MPJ, big old usage rate bump for him. Aaron Gordon, big usage rate bump. Reggie Jackson, not so much because he's going to be playing alongside Jokic so much more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. 
Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Now, assist rate for Jokic, which might just be like a broken thing. Yeah, it's so, it's so high. Holy shit. I'm anxious to see if Jokic looks better than Luka. And even if he looks close to Luka, we got to remember that makes Bruno Fernando look so much worse. Jokic is going to project for like two and a half times Bruno Fernando. But everybody was crowning him in game one of this conversation. All right. That's going to be Denver. We already looked at Sacramento. Kings. Not a single priority on the Kings. I have nobody to talk about. You guys know who you can play here. Heading to elevation on a back-to-back is not going to be fun. Denver. Jokic looks better than Jamal Murray for me right now. Do we have any Denver props on prize picks at least? I don't see them at any sports books. Now, nah, nothing on prize picks for Jokic either. Which is fine. Um, if I'm right for 31, 12, and 9 on Jokic, I'll, I'll bring the usage rate down a hair and the assist rate down a hair. But even still, he's a 6. Okay, so Luka, it's going to be the same sort of situation. MPJ is the second guy that you would want to get to from Denver. But as we add the game, where do we see it? Cool. Nikola Jokic, Nikola Jovic, 2-3. So I've got Jokic ahead of Luka by three points relative to salary. The fact that Jokic plays center probably makes these guys really close to each other. But right now, Bruno Fernando is looking worse and worse for this slate. I got to change the value equation a little bit because of how much value we actually have. Perfect. And then... Close enough. So now, just going to refresh it quickly. Because these guys are going to move around a little bit. Yeah. So Jokic is right there at the top. Luka, three points behind him. That's a pretty decent gap here. Positionality will matter a lot. Two games to go. Detroit... 13-point dogs on a back-to-back against Phoenix, 235 total. Both of these teams are on a back-to-back. Not really anything that I can do here. We did end up getting uh, big minutes out of Fournier, so I felt pretty good about that one. The Detroit Pistons have played 22 dudes in the last 30 days to the point where A formula that I have isn't dragged down far enough because I never expected that to be possible. Wiseman played 23 minutes, basically split time with Duran. Fontecchio started. All of this sucks. All of it sucks. So they excised Mike Muscala, which is whatever. Hmm. 
No Malachi Flynn. We're going to get Evan Fournier. Way more minutes. Asar Thompson in for 26. Fontecchio played 26. I'm going to keep 28. Troy Brown for 18, 14, 14, 34 to Ivy, 34 to Cade. Was Jaden Ivy awful yesterday? Because I had a big stand on him. No, he was, he was okay. Uneventful for what we needed yesterday, at least. Not much we want to change here for this stupid Detroit team. And they're not going to look good. Let's be very clear here. I'm going to hide those final seven minutes that I have on Muscala. We go to Phoenix. Now, we know we uh, we don't have Bradley Beal. That one has already come out that, you know, he left the game and everything. So, at the very least, we can make a couple changes to remove Beal. And then we're going to bump up Royce O'Neal, who played 29 minutes. I think we're going to, you know, 26 probably and feeling pretty good about it here. I think we're going to get a bump to Grayson Allen. We're going to get Eric Gordon up a giant chunk of minutes. We're going to get Josh Kogi up a giant chunk of minutes. Nas Little played 10 minutes yesterday. Nice of them to keep him around. Uh, did Bull Bull play? Not really. We'll get Nas little a little bit of playing time. A little bit of playing time. <laughs> you see what I did there? Do we have Phoenix Suns points props? We do not, which is not all that surprising for two teams on a back-to-back. So for Phoenix, if we say Bradley Beal off and we say Kevin Durant and Devin Booker both started. So I assume we're moving around some usage and shit. Booker gets a little bit of a bump. KD gets a lot of bit of a bump. Grayson Allen, just a hair. Uh, Eric Gordon probably overprojected. I'm guessing Nurk gets a really big bump. Nope, not really. Don't want to go too crazy on Royce O'Neal. Assist rate changes. Massive assist rate bump to Devin Booker. Uh, KD mostly stays the same. Everybody mostly stays the same after that. And then certainly Beal not having any effect on rebounding. So for the Pistons, not a single priority. Cade and Ivy would be the two guys that I'd be looking at for Phoenix. All right, I gotta at least cut Royce O'Neal's usage rate down a little bit just to tame him, but Solid enough value play gets to that negative 11. Devin Booker would be the guy that I'm trying to pay up for over Kevin Durant. And as we add in game number 11, and I saved this file because we're due to have it crash. Royce O'Neal sneaking in. He's in the top 10 right now, in at number 8. 
And we're on to our final game. We zipped through, like, hour and 20 minutes to get through the first 11. We got Lakers-Utah up next. We know that we have no LeBron James for this one. I believe he already said that he is not going to play today. So that means we are going to get feel a little bit more comfortable giving a decent chunk of playing time to Rui Hachimura. Uh, Christian Wood, you would expect to be stepping back onto the floor. I'm going to go 36 to AD. We'll get Jackson Hayes out there for 16. I'm going to get Christian Wood out there for 16. 36 for Russell, 34 for Reeves. Dinwiddie played 30. Didn't see it coming. We're going right to 28 here for him today. Torian Prince is certainly going back up to like 28. One, two, three. This. So they went nine men rotation yesterday. They don't really have anybody else that can step into this rotation for today. But there's a lot more minutes to go around, which is where it starts to get a little problematic. We'll go 17. We'll go 17. I guess I'll take Reeves up another minute. I'll take Prince up another minute. I'll take Dinwiddie up another minute. Now that leaves me 10. They could go to anybody. I am going to give them the Skylar Maze. That'll mostly work. Do we have props on the Lakers side yet? I'm guessing we do. Nope. Sure don't. Obviously we don't. What do the Lakers look like with LeBron James off? And then AD, Russell, Reeves, at least two of those guys on. AD with the 28% usage rate, so we're certainly giving him a bit of a bump. Reeves is at 21. We're giving him a bump. Russell's at 26. We're giving him a bump. Prince certainly gets no bump. Rui is at 19%. We'll give him a bump. I'll get Dinwiddie up a little bit higher. Does Christian Wood do anything interesting in this time? Certainly doesn't. I think we're pretty well good here. Utah side, final team to look at. Utah has everybody available. Taylor Horton Tucker and Taylor Hendricks just stepped right into the rotation for Fontecchio, Olinick, and Akbaji. So they now have a nine-man rotation instead of the ten, and they have consolidated their minutes. I'm actually going to re-project these guys. So I want to go to 28 on Keontae George. And then I'm going to go to 20 on Chris Dunn. We're going to get Walker Kessler. 
26. We're going to get John Collins. 28. Then we can get Taylor Hendricks for 19. We can get Markinen for 34. THT can play like 14. And then we get Clarkson for 30. We get Sexton for 26. That's my nine guys, and I still have 15 left over. So we're going to give another one to Keontae George, who I have a sneaky suspicion is going to look pretty good here. We go 16 to THT. And then we'll hide the rest of this split between Luka Samanich and Omer Yurtsevin. Actually, we'll go him and Sensabal. Oh, I had you guys on the injury report there. My bad. <laughs> Lakers. Uh, Rui, 4,700, probably your best option. 10-1 for AD, but you're going to have a hard time getting to AD over Jokic on today's slate. And then for Utah, uh, it's Keontae George season. Looking really good at 4,200. 0.9 fantasy points per minute. If he's playing 29 minutes, that is a value you are looking for. Markinen, though, I think looking really nice at 8,200 in this matchup. Really nice. And if I add everybody in, this covers everything. Every game, looking like the top plays on DraftKings are going to be Lamar Stevens, Nikola Jokic, Nikola Jovic, Bruno Fernando, and Keontae George. I think Keontae George will end up looking a lot better than Bruno Fernando as well. You can't play George over Tim Duncan? I don't know which Duncan you mean. Wait, Duncan Robinson? You sure can. You sure can. Let's run some crunches. Let's see what we've got. Yeah, you definitely can, because he's a better option. But nothing, nothing too crazy there. Let's run our let's let's see what this ends up looking like for optimals and all that other fun stuff. All right, here we go. First one up. DraftKings optimals. Three hundred one point three. Luca Ubre KP MPJ. Sorry, uh, Nikola Jovic, Bruno Fernando, Keontae George, Lamar Stevens, and Jokic. That's how much value we have on this twelve gamer, folks. You can start your lineup off with Luca and Nikola Jokic. Don't play George. Worst take ever. Stop watching, then. Honestly, 
the, the stupidity here is just staggering. A $4,200 30-minute-a-game starting point guard that just traded away three of their rotation pieces. I can't imagine saying such dumb shit. Lamar Stevens ended up in all 50 lineups. Jokic in 49. Keontae George in 48. But yeah, obviously don't play him. One of the key catch game options to start the day. Morons. Jovic, 88%. Bruno Fernando, 74%. Luka Doncic, 54%. Everybody else below that mark. Now, randomness will flatten this out a lot. Lamar Stevens, going away, your number one play for today. It To me, not close. Then you get Jovic. Big gap between Lamar Stevens and Jovic. And then a little bit of a gap to Keontae George. Then you get Bruno Fernando, Luka, Jovic, or sorry, Jokic. Too many, too many Nicolas today. Booker's there, Trey Mann's there, Markinen's there. It gets really flat basically after Devin Booker. Definitely excited for the Lamar Stevens, Nikolaevich, Keontae George day. Fun stuff all around. Yeah, I mean, why would you want to play? So there's this guy. He's a .9 fantasy point per minute guy. There's no LeBron on the Lakers. The Jazz are five-point favorites at home with a 238 total. Keontae George over the past two, two games has played 30 minutes and 29 minutes since the deadline where they shipped out three dudes. And the idea of not playing him is just like, this is what we should do. Not play really good plays that project better than everybody else. craziness it's craziness when you see him in the top five of ownership it'll let you know how wrong you are lamar steven season everybody enjoy it now we go to the fan duel end what do we get on the duel Because this is going to look so different because of the way value works. Oh. Okay. So I'm going to assume, I know the Kawhi is out, but FanDuel has the 13th game. I didn't project it, so it's not going to show up here. <laughs> Uh, 312.64, Reggie Jackson, Emmanuel Quickly, Booker, McCollum, MPJ, Royce O'Neal, Lamar Stevens, Bruno Fernando, and Nikola Jokic. Fernando made all 50. Lamar Stevens made all 50. MPJ in the 80%. Booker, O'Neal, and Jokic in the 70s. You get Quickly at 50%.
I do think Lamar caught extra run because he was part of the group that gave brought him back. Yeah, I think so too. I just don't think that they have a choice is mostly it. Like, I don't think that I gave him, like even if I cut two minutes off his projection, he's still the overwhelming best dude you can get to. Like, yeah, he got that extra little closing run over, you know, like Aldama and things because it started to getting tight. But even if you want to say, like, he's in for, he played 26 minutes. I think I went 24. I went 24. Even at 22, he's overwhelmingly in lineups. Yep, no reason we shouldn't be projecting Keontae George for 12 fantasy points in 29 minutes. A classic 0.41 fantasy points per minute. Just say you don't know what you're talking about, man. Listen, take the shit out of your ears. Try to learn something. Lamar Stevens, overwhelmingly number one dude on the FanDuel side at 3,900 with that power forward eligibility. Uh, 50% to Bruno Fernando. And then it just falls off a cliff. 20%... 22 to Ubre and just flat after that. Bruno Fernando, definitely a much better play on FanDuel than he is on DraftKings. I got to sneeze. That power forward eligibility on the FanDuel side for Bruno Fernando is massive. He, he will end up getting marginalized throughout the day on DraftKings just because he's center only. Really hard to want to go to him. Like, when you can get... Nikola Jokic and his 66 fantasy points or Bruno Fernando's 24. Like there are scores that Jokic can put up that just box you out of ever having the opportunity. You're going to need a bigger number out of Bruno Fernando and hope that uh, Jokic busts. But I think we're done here, folks. think we're done here 11 games up 11 games down apologies to the FanDuel people for having that 12 or sorry 12 games up 12 games down um Utah's too many guards that, that's one take for it considering they don't but you know whichever way you want to go with that that's fine uh I wouldn't comp Lamar Steve Lamar Stevens is the new David Roddy he, doesn't, he shouldn't really have much of a tie to Gigi Jackson. Lamar Stevens is the new big body David Rowdy. Ba basically a one-for-one -one swap. <laughs> it's funny. Utah's got to play 96 minutes to point guards and shooting guards. And oddly enough, those are going to go to Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, Chris Dunn, and Keontae George. Almost like they needed four guards and they have four guards. But, you know, we'll ignore that too. It's almost like my projections factor in usage and everything, but I wouldn't. I assume you have to add count to five using your fingers. So um, that would make a lot more sense. Rather play THT. Smokey, I can only imagine that you've never won a single cent doing anything ever. I don't even think you could win a free ticket scratching a dollar scratcher, man. It's I, I couldn't see. 
You might be the least clueless or the most clueless person that's ever been in this chat. That's incredible. THT going to play 16 minutes and be fully unrostered by everybody today. That's who you want to play over the dude that's going to be 35% owned today. It's incredible. No wonder you guys will never have anything. Tail my prize picks. Four straight days of dubs. We're smashing February. We're smashing the entire NBA season. It's been great. It's been great. Guys, thanks for being here, by the way. Hit that thumbs up. We're through 12 games. Laffy and I back for the strategy show in a bit. You'll have the deeper dive tonight with me and Bellman. Lots and lots and lots to break down. Contenders in a little. Uh, prize picks video, though, coming out soon. Hit that thumbs up on your way out the door, everybody. Love you guys. This was The Process.